Okay, we're back with our second podcast of the last three rows of horror. Uh, with myself, Sal, Mike, Mike, and Sam. What's up? And again, I forgot to say this. I forgot to wish, or I'm sorry, I forgot to thank my brother-in-law, uh, Al Samino Jr., and his wife, Susan, for allowing us to do this in their house. Yes, thank and, you. And my nephew, who is uh, the, the music and entertainment for us producer and engineer yeah and thank the all-out master of horror mike yeah. he is the master that's, the master that's that's <laughs> thank you uh and after all of that let's get into this i want you know what i think we should hit uh children of horror okay i had mentioned at the last uh, our last uh, podcast Cre- children of horror. creepy children and horror creepy films? children and horror films again I, I have to say this i i owe my wife the credit for this my wife patty um thank you um she always points out things in movies I watch, you know, stop with all the chainsaw noise and the girls screaming and all these little kids. What are you doing with little kids in the movies? Because there's so many movies that have disturbing uh, topics, especially when they add children. Yeah. Like we like we had talked uh, uh, on our first podcast. Um, it's it just uh, uh, Damien. Yeah, from The Omen. Damien, oh, yeah. yeah. When, uh, you know, they just, I mean, I don't get it. Some people just don't get it. It's like, it's all I, for you. I, yeah, I, re- I remember the scene you, where they said, uh, yeah, it. where they said, did you notice he never got sick or cry? I mean, right then and there would disturb me. If a kid doesn't cry or get sick, well, that kid and by just the time he. evil. I mean, yeah. he's got those, like, <laughs> those British cheeks and that smile. Like, right. He just looks sinister. That, that, you know what? Mike had a good point. When I first seen that movie and I seen that kid, I remember the director saying, as soon as they cast him, he was the one. I always, whenever I see that little kid out with the little hat on, I always think of Angus Young from ACDC. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the schoolboy cat. And, and, I'm like, and, that's and, who he grew up to be, that little right, boy. Right. And again, and again, that, that's uh, Lord of the Flies because that that reminded me because that's what they wore, right? Then they wore the little, the yeah. little suits. Yeah. Which again, I still think is one of the most disturbing. Have children. you seen the remake from the '90s? I did. Oh, that's like one of my favorite. I did. It, it was one of my favorite books growing up in high school. You, you, and you know what? Uh, sometimes, and again, I owe this to my wife. She has, she hates sequ- uh, sequels or, or when you get into three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I can't help it. I'm, I'm a little boy in my brain, and I, and I, I gotta watch them. A I lot have more. To. Huh? I, a lot more. <laughs> but um, as far as Damien, I'd have to say, uh, what right up there with that little boy is the kid from, uh, from uh, Pet Cemetery. Gage. Miko, yeah, Gabe. Gage, 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 yeah, Gage, yeah, played by Miko Hughes, great right. child actor. Right when he came at the father with the with his uh, surgical knife, and he had that face on him, like you know, <laughs> do I mean that was wrong? And and then they show him killing the kid with the with his with his shot, and that really what, what scared me. When we were, Did that disturb you? When I was little, that scared me. That movie, that yeah. little kid. When he, when he slices Herman Munster's Achilles heel. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And then he bites him. Didn't yeah. he bite his neck off? He or bites something? his throat. What nose does he omit? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go down that road. <laughs> Um, Don't go down there. Huh? I always remember that the part where he's the, at the end where he just keeps repeating, "It's not fair. It's not fair." Not right. Oh yeah. That was like, oh, with that you know, super and, high voice. And and then you got to think, you know, these 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 kids, you know, who were kids like the kid that played Andy in uh, Chucky. Yeah. Which is a, just a, a. I'm sorry. It's just a fantastic movie. A, a great idea. Oh, child's play. You know, and and, sure. and and they couldn't have picked a better voice. Yeah, Brad Brad Dorf, his voice and that sinister, sinister laugh of his was magnificent choice. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and that little boy when he said he's out to kill me, he's out to kill me. You know, I, I even talked to my wife and my nephew here, uh, Sam. That uh, uh, I wonder if you know uh, during the, the the making of the films, do they have to have like a psychiatrist on hand and and explain to these children this is just a movie, this is just you know. That's a good question. I mean, um, child actors like that, I'm sure he got like his sad card on that set because mm-hmm. he did well the two. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure they have some kind of like, uh, well, number one, a, a child wrangler. That's an actual job. But, yeah, the, the, he might have had like a teacher on set. Right, because uh, I know they have to be schooled. But would there have to be a psychiatrist on set? Uh, probably his parents were just there to coach him through and be like, this is just fun. You're getting paid. You're, this is just acting. I do remember hearing a story about uh, Dr. Sleep, the newest one. Mm-hmm. You know, with the part where they Love hold Sleep. that little kid down and stab him. Oh, right. It was a brutal scene. Yeah. I guess, like, in that, uh, the actress, Rebecca Ferguson, was, like, way more freaked out. And the kid was, like, trying to, you know, hey, it's he probably cool, it's cool, it was a it's joke. cool. Yeah. Like, he was having fun with it, but she was pretty freaked out by it. Talking yeah. about a beautiful woman. Oh, totally. She, like, rose the hat. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Danielle Harris. Danielle, oh beautiful woman. Uh, oh she was God. a cute little kid in, in Halloween. She was a cute little kid, you know. And then man. she played in Rod Z- Rob Zombies. Yeah, she Rob uh, Zombies. She uh, was in uh, Rob Zombies. Well, his, his two Halloween films. Yeah, and and again, uh, um, even though she's a teenager, I always I always think of that still being a kid. You know, she was a young girl. Uh, the oh, girl, she's she's, a, she's a woman now. She's probably like in her forties. Right, right. But I'm t- but I'm talking about in. Um, in uh, Halloween, uh, uh-huh. zombies, uh, Halloween one and two, was, yeah. the brutality uh, of of those movies. Because he, I, I, I love his films. My my youngest son, he was my horror partner, and he stopped after Hostel. When we when okay. we, we went to the theater to see Hostel, and um, I don't mean to jump off the subject here, but uh, him and I were looking down and watching uh, girls throwing up as they did in as in The Exorcist. People were leaving, blah blah blah, and he said, "Dad, I had enough. I can't do this anymore." So well, I lost my when, partner. When Hostel came out, it was right around the time where there was this whole, like, I don't want to call it a movement, but there were so many films that were of the like where they were calling it torture porn. Yeah. Like the Saw films. Yeah. And Hostel, and there was just a whole slew of them. And right. It, it, I mean, horror is always like the bastard child of film to begin right. with, but that turned right. a lot of people off. So I don't blame your son for... Yeah, he, he it was just too much for him. And I understand that. Um, it just, I had so much fun... Uh, my family being part of this because uh, I remember my sons walking in. Uh, they were in high school and they walked in and I was watching uh, Son of Kong and the original <laughs> black and white Son of Kong. And here comes this little white ape. And my kids came in. They started laughing. Dad, what are you watching now? But they but they always sat there with me. They never gave me a hard time. Uh, my poor wife, I, I put her through hell watching this stuff. But they, my family's always backed me up on this. I want to thank them all for that. Um, but 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 again, uh, Daniel Harris and uh, what was the other actress's name in uh, Rob Zombie's movies? The one that played uh, that played Laurie. Laurie. Uh, Scout Scott Taylor. Scout Taylor Thompson. She Gorgeous. did. She did a magnificent job. I thought she was right up there. And and I think in a in a different way, way better than Jamie Lee. She's, Jamie Lee uh, is I, I am not trying to discredit her. Jamie Lee is the queen oh yeah. of of Scream, but but uh she hit the nail on the head with her screaming and crying like she was really going through it. I really believe yeah, yeah, that she you know, when well, she was taking her, her medicine. Was. Yeah. She, well, well wait, wait wait a minute, we're talking about Scott Taylor. Uh when when she was was wasn't taking her medicine and she was in the yeah. bathroom and screaming and crying, waking up. Those scenes really made me believe that she was really going through that. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Sam? 
Not a fan of uh, the Rob Zombie. Really, really. Yeah. My son says the, my son says the same thing. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't. I, I think I just like the brutality of it. You know, I mean, uh, like in John Carpenter's uh, films, I noticed you only hear him breathing. You only hear you only right. hear the figure breathing. Yeah, which don't... which which didn't bother me as much as uh, you hear. Um, uh, what's the gentleman's name? The, the giant guy's name that played uh, Rob Zombies. Ro- Rob Zombies. Tyler Mane. Tyler Mane. Yeah, who was an X Man. He played Sabretooth. He's a wrestler. Uh, he he. You can hear him stabbing his victims, and you hear oof oof. I mean, yeah. I just like that strong brutality of 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 mayhem. I think that's you know? one of the things I didn't like about you it. Didn't, you didn't it like, like that. Yeah, we're yeah, used, we're kinda... used to cold, silent Michael Myers. Yeah, but also yeah. like normal size Michael Myers, not like yeah, I mean, that seven guy's foot seven tall. tall. I, I'm sorry, pounds. I just like I just <laughs> I like I just like watching those movies with with these huge bulletproof, you know, they can you know. Stop I, I mean, it's like it's like it's like uh, Rambo on steroids, you know. I mean, you know he's gonna come back. You can't kill him. Blah 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 blah. I just I like that. I like that. Um, Excuse me, I'm gonna be a total perv here and say I've met Scott Taylor Compton at. Uh, uh, conventions a few times, and the one time she had uh, like a cut off, uh, mm, what do you want to call? I don't say dago tee, but like a cut off shirt, and she's got tattoos on her ribs, and you could totally see side boob. It was great. Nice. He's like, so I just, just, just thought I just thought <laughs> I'd add. Hold on, I got to take a moment for myself here. Think about that. Now you're done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you know, again. sorry. <laughs> Side boob is but, the greatest. <laughs> Total side boob. <laughs> but again, the children of horror, man, just uh, it's just uh, it's it's crazy, man. I mean, some of these some of these kids, like in uh, I I I was mentioning, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, that movie, Mamas, uh, that film was magnificent with those two little girls. They did a magnificent job. They both just scared the shit out of me, um, especially when uh, the one little girl, the scene, Sam. I don't know if you remember. Where the one sister was in one room and something was tugging on her blanket, and you would thought it was the sister, and the sister came out of another room, and you're like, "Who's pulling that blanket with the little one?" And it was that spirit of Mama, just scared the shit out of me. Yeah, Mama was good, but I think it's also a prime example of you need to show the monster less, <laughs> like less is more. I think okay. the whole, a lot of the, the end of that whole movie was I, like, I, it was like yeah, Mama she turns into like a minutes. butterfly or something yeah. at the end. Uh, I mean, it was cool. It was scary. There were some great jump scenes. In so, there. so did you like? Did you like not seeing any kind of uh, horror monstrous image till the end? Because you know what? When I was watching the remake of The Fly. That was one of the very few, and I'm talking out of hundreds of films I watch that I enjoyed, and I and I because I'm, I'm I love seeing stuff right away. But that movie got Cronenberg got away with waiting to show the fly till the very end, yeah. like the final transformation. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. No. So did you yeah, you feel that way about Mama? Yeah, because I think it hits a little harder when you finally something you see it finally i i I totally see what you're saying what's what for me what was interesting about mama and and like another film that's kind of similar lights out those started out out as short films and then they were just given a budget to the filmmaker and said hey make this into a feature and uh, i thought both are really damn good a great short film that they made into a movie not the greatest movie was a polaroid it was actually a swedish uh i think i seen that i seen that i didn't know that Yeah. yeah it's pretty creepy yeah. I've seen Polaroid, but I didn't know it was a short. Yeah. Nice. Started off as a short, yeah. Oh, it did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Hmm. Cool. Okay. But um, but again, uh, Scott Taylor, I mean, whew, she did a magnificent job on, on Rob Zombie's movies. 
You know, um, I, I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of his, man. I, I just I just dig his, his stuff. With him, you either love him or hate him. There's yeah. really no in between. Yeah. I, I enjoy pretty much everything he does. Like I, I like his music. I like his films. I've even been to his haunted house a few times. That he's done. Um, I went to one in, uh, in Vegas. I went to. Yeah, oh, did you? Was oh, there was yeah. one in Vegas. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, the, the, you could tell the guy's a fan. You look at the way like he talks about film, like the way, let's say, like Eli Roth or Quentin Tarantino, like they're total fanboys. The way they speak about film, they're very knowledgeable about, about it. Uh, they may come off as like pretentious or kind of douchey at at, at, at at in moments, but you could tell like they know what they're talking about. They are fans, just like mm. us. Um, yeah, I'm the same way. I like Rob Zombie. I always love him in interviews and stuff like yeah. that. Love his music and stuff like that. I'm just, I don't know, not very into his movies. He, he it's just kind of one casting track. His wife, though. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, <laughs> I'm with Yannette. She's a beautiful woman. Uh, she was one of his dancers. That's yeah. how we met her. Um, uh, I'm a big fan of hers, but uh, too much anything's no good. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, um, we could we could do with a couple movies without her. Um, even though I think she she's. Uh, She's good at what she does, but again, too much anything just need to stop a the little one, bit. The one that was like totally like not the same kind of uh, character that was actually a really like really enjoyed her in was his uh, movie Lords of Salem. I like that one. That was actually I think the one that I liked the most. I've, I've got to watch that again. I, I had mentioned to Sam I really didn't care for that one because the end uh, is very it's witchy. surreal. Very it's, yeah, it's very yeah. I like the end of that movie. It's very yeah. um, she's possessed. Yeah, I, you know, you know, you brought up something good too—the witchy thing. Like the, the only witch movie I really enjoyed was The Craft. Oh, really? The cra- okay. I dug The Craft. The Craft is cool. The Craft was. Don't see that sequel. No, don't. I didn't. It, I no. didn't even know there was one. That that goes to show it's, you that David because I, I would I wouldn't watch it if if I did because they it's can't remake bad. that. No. Oh, so wait a minute. Was I'm sorry. It was a sequel. You said it's a sequel. And um, spoiler alert: uh, Nancy is in it just at the end of the film. Okay, but uh, yeah, it's just poor. Really, just poor quality. Because mm. because uh, Sam told me, I would you believe it? Um, and I call myself a horror fan. I'm going to say it for the fifteenth time. I've never seen any of the Scream movies. I'm, okay, I I, 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 right. I just can't get into that. I mean, it just you're old school. So. I'm very old school. I'm I'm, so I'm the king. I'm the King Kong of when, black and white when film. Scream I'm sorry. Proclaims to be like they saved horror in the '90s. Yeah. I don't think so. I yeah. don't agree with that. Story. And I like Nuff Campbell. They may have saved slashers, but if they, did they save horror in the '90s? No. Yeah, I, I I just couldn't get into that rubbery mask little guy. Ghostface killer. You know, <laughs> running around. But but Sam says it's really extremely violent. The, I mean, yeah, the, it's oh, a slasher. Yeah. Uh, the first one, there is. Sure. I've been trying to find it everywhere. Apparently, there's a director's cut of Scream Four that's like really gory. Have you heard of that before? Was that the latest one? Um, the latest one, yeah. Oh, there's like a part, yeah, like the one in the beginning. Like they apparently, I've seen like a scene of it or like a deleted scene where they walk into this house and there's like blood and guts in the entire room. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. liked them, right? You liked all the Scream ones. Oh Scream yeah, movies? I they were great. What 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 about you, Mike? I remember I enjoyed it because I went to the theater to see it uh, at the Chicago Ridge Commons Theater on Ridgeland Avenue. Uh, that theater is now gone. But when that came out, what, like 96? Yeah. Um, it was it was a great slasher. I had a great time at the theater with friends. Like It was enjoyable. But looking back on it, like so many people think that was like one of the best of the 90s. I have to disagree. Well, I always remember. I remember I was like, yeah, nine, ten when that came out. My dad was at Fox Valley. Uh, my dad's a projectionist. I remember watching that in the theater, 
And just that beginning where they zoom in on her disemboweled on the tree was like <laughs> at nine or ten, you're like, what the fuck? Dude? It scared the shit out of me. I remember. <laughs> One thing I will say, those series of films did resurrect Wes Craven's career. Definitely. And yeah, you put him back on the map. Yeah. Yeah. Because after like Nightmare on Elm Street, like he, I think he was doing like made for TV films and uh, kind of fell out of horror. Yeah, he he he. Um, I I'd mentioned to you, uh, I'd seen his daughter on um, on face on on uh, Facebook, and they had a small interview with her, and they were uh, I can't remember who was interviewing her, and they were saying um, how was it being Wes Craven's daughter, and she goes, well, it was a, a little rough on us because it was just my brother and I, and I guess his wife and him divorced at at an early age with the kids, and. I guess she was the one that mentioned to her dad, which I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. Um, dad, why do you always have to make the girls weak? And he's like, what? And he goes, yeah, they're always falling or, you know, the monsters or the demons or the slashers catch up to them. Why do you do that? I think so, I have an answer for that. Yeah, Wes Craven, Wes Craven changed his whole uh, writing scripts on a couple of his movies because of that. So from what I've been told, uh, like biographers, if you want to call them that, Prior to his first film, I think it was his first film, Last House on the Left. Last House on the Left. He worked yeah. on porn. Yeah, I think he directed. Yeah. This was before horror. Yeah, and maybe some of the women that were in Last House on the Left were came out of that. Yeah, industry too. Maybe they were dancers yeah. or porn stars. Uh, so maybe he was just used to seeing women like get stabbed. <laughs> I, 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 t- I tell you, man. I just, he he. You know what? I when I see him, he he just he he disturbs me. He just he's like Rod Serling and Alfred Hitchcock, uh, two great great uh, horror guys. I like uh, and scream when he uh, cameoed himself in there as Kruger <laughs> as a janitor. Right, right. <laughs> oh, like um, Stephen King always mm. cameos. Mm-hmm. You know, and and like I said, and uh, not to change the subject, but did you notice in a lot of horror films, you see some of the uh, most well known actors. Johnny Depp. Oh, they start Johnny, on their Johnny Depp oh, was yeah. in... Uh, you can say that about anybody. In Freddy Krueger movie. Uh, even Martin Cove, who was... Uh, Cobra Kai, was one of the deputies in Last House of the Left. Yeah. I was right. dying the other day. Yeah. I watched uh, just on Prime. I found this movie, Return to Horror High, and it's George Clooney. And, like, yeah. It's from like 1986 oh, or something. Yeah. And he does yeah. the classic like down the long hall. Like, hey, who's there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, cut it out, guys. What are you doing over there? <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I mean, it just amazes me some of the people that are in horror film. Clint Eastwood, creature from the black. Uh, was he creature of the black moon or the return of the? He was in. He was in one of them. Really? Yeah, Clint Eastwood was. That was his first role, and I want to say it was creature of the black lagoon, not revenge of the creature. Because how many creatures were there? Uh, creature from the black lagoon, revenge, and the, the creature walks among us. Mm. I want to say he was in the first one. He was a medical doctor. He had like a small role. Huh. And the main actor said to him, Clint, you need to be, you need to do this for a profession. And Clint Eastwood was like, I don't want to be an actor. He goes, no, you, you have to be. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he turns in this big, He big was also um, at the end of um, Tarantula, like 1954 or something. Have you ever seen that? Really? He's, oh. a, he's, a, oh, he's a, a, a pilot. Yeah. yeah that, like an F5 that's, that's, that's bombing why the Tarantula. I love black and white film because there's so many. Uh, Michael Landon. I was a teenage werewolf. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, all these big uh, actors, I'll say, uh, you know, did some horror. Kevin Bacon, Friday 13th. Yeah. yeah. Charlie Sheen, The Wraith. I, I love that movie. That. Oh, I don't yeah. know why. I, but my, my, my oldest son loves that movie. I love that movie, The Wraith. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it, it was just, you know, 80s film. 
you know, it had a lot of Robert Palmer music in it. It nice. had a lot of '80s music in it. Doctor, doctor. Yeah, you know, it was it was it was just awesome. Jennifer Aniston, Leprechaun. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> right. god. Yeah. Oh yeah. Leprechaun. <laughs> well, Sam, let's go to you. What are some of your favorite like creepy kids in horror films? Creepy kids off the top of my head. One that comes pops right into mind is The Brood. Cronenberg, yeah. obviously. Oh yeah. Such an insane movie. I mean, they're walking through the snow and everything to get to the school, and then they just, attack the teacher. The ending is so gross. She's got like this growth hanging oh, yeah. off of her, and she, she's birthing the, she's breeding yeah. the brood. But uh, and they're all yeah. like expressions of her hate, basically. Yes. Yes. That is such a yeah. It's such an insane movie. I love Oliver Reed too. If you that's ever. right, that's right. He's in it. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oliver Reed, great, yeah. great drinking stories from Oliver Reed. If you've ever <laughs> studied him at all, yeah. Oh yeah, big time. I think that's actually how he died. He was on the set he of uh, Gladiator, and right. he like some uh, like Navy guys or something challenges him to a drinking contest, he and he drank like <laughs> no joke like sixty beers, I think, Holy and then he died. Shit. What does he think he is, Andre the Giant? <laughs> exactly. That's funny, man. Yeah, but definitely the Brood. Brood, uh, cool. Uh, for me, I think I'm gonna have to probably just stick with what I know and uh, Exorcist. Linda Blair's character of Reagan McNeil. Uh, talk about a creepy kid. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes child actors can really ruin a film just because of their lack of talent, you want to call it that. But, I mean, for 1973, like, she was just, what a trooper, just spot on. Mm. Believable. A believable character. Like, you really thought, like, she was possessed. So that's my pick. Well, you know, a lot of interviews with Linda Blair, she still um, just uh, has nightmares about that, uh, about that movie. You know, outside of, uh, like we talked in the first podcast, um, a lot of physical pain. Yeah. But uh, I know <sighs> it was a while back I, I, I read something that somebody died from. from. Uh, oh, well, they call that uh, one that of those film. cursed films. A lot yeah, of people died film, yeah. making The Exorcist. Yeah. A lot of people related to the to the creators of the film right. and the crew right. also died. Right. I mean, that scene where I didn't see this coming at all, um, when she came downstairs and the mom was having a party, and she peed on the floor. Yeah. Now, wow. here's my question with that film. When she said, you're all going to die up there, or did she say, you're going to die up there, or you're all going to die she up there? She said, you're all going to die up was there. Was she referring to if you like everybody in the party, if they went upstairs in her room, or was she talking to one of the guests who was supposed to be an astronaut? Like, you're going to die up there. No, she was talking to everybody at the party. Okay. She was talking about anybody that went up there. Anybody went up there, because if you remember... Um, I think you know. The, I, I gotta disagree with you, Sal. You know what? That's fine. But you know what? Do you remember? And the only reason why I say that mm -hmm. is because if you remember the Slash Gardner guy that helped around, blah 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 blah. Oh, the uh, butler. The butler. Uh -huh. He got into a fight with the director. Yes. Uh, he. He was calling him a Nazi. Right. The mom. The mom. The mom was mad at him because she thought he uh, took the crucifix and put it under her pillow. Right. Um. Uh, the windows were open. She kind of blamed him for that. Uh, why didn't you cover her up? Um, the, her helper, the young girl that was her helper. Yes. Uh, um, I don't know if she was helping her with her script work like or whatever. And she got mad at her. Why didn't you tell me? Because she was the one. If I remember correctly, wasn't she the one that put the crucifix under her pillow? I don't know. Like they don't. There's so much. In that movie, like that is really not explained, and I think that's why I enjoy it because I don't, I don't really want to know. Right. Like, okay, how did she get possessed? What? Uh, so you know, everybody remembers Father Mirren found that little head of the statue of Pazuzu in um, 
the Middle East, and then uh, Detective, uh, what was his name, Kinderman, he finds it at the bottom of the stairs. Right. So if that came off of uh, the filmmaker, uh, Burke Dennings, when he fell, if that, say, like, that came off of him, like, did he have it in his pocket uh, or, you know, when he fell down the stairs? Because that's one thing I always, like, I envision in my mind, like, uh, when he died, he was probably up in a room just checking on her and her being possessed with the power of demons and Satan right. twists his head all the way around and right. throws him out the window. Now that I would love to actually see right. it on, on screen, but you just it's just better in your imagination. But but again, if you remember, everybody that went up there either died or wish they did. Because when that so called helper her with the script writing and, and what did you say she was? She was I know the actress's name was Kitty something, but yeah, uh, I forget the character's name. When when she called the father and said, I didn't want to wake up. Um, what was her mom's name? Uh, Chris. Chris. I didn't want to wake up Chris. And it said, help me on her stomach. Yeah. So they didn't want, uh, she didn't want a lot of people going up there because she knew they were going to die because she knew they were going to kill the main character who was uh, the father who she gave him a heart attack. She made right. him have a heart attack. Father Mirror. Yeah. I love uh, that actress. She, she reprised her character in part two. And uh, right at the end, yeah, where I remember they that. get into the car accident yeah. and she... She's just like looking at uh, the psychiatrist, like, okay, say say the demon's name, and then she does, and then she she, you know, lights herself on fire. That, I mean, creepy, yeah. creepy image, like that stuck what, with me. Why do you think? Why do you think? What do you, Why do you think? Why do you think something different when she said you're all gonna die up there? Why do you think something different? I remember her saying, like, her looking at the astronaut and saying, "You're gonna die up there," like, like he's gonna die in space. Mm. I'd have to watch it again to know for sure. Yeah. I always grew up thinking yeah. like she was addressing the whole room. Yeah, she was. Like you're gonna die up there, but I yeah. eh, we have to watch it again. Well, like I said, yeah, I, I've I've you know, like I said, I could be so off the ball wrong, which I usually am, but like I said, um, it just it just amazed me that these people even went in that room because if you remember the doctors when she grabbed the one doctor by the nuts, oh, yeah. they didn't want to go back in there. Right. You know? go back and in there. and let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something about people. My big ass is not gonna go in a room. Or somebody could throw furniture on you or turn their head around. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I'm not going in that damn room. Let me ask you this. What was scarier, in your opinion? Was it the original version where, uh, you know, she grabs the guy's nuts and she just, like, looks at him and you hear her growl? Or was it the director's cut where her face kind of morphed into Captain Howdy? Because there's, there's two different parts of that. <sighs> I, when, she, when her face transformed, I, that scared me more. I, I'd have to say the face transformed. Yeah, yeah definitely a transformation. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the makeup job on her was just so magnificent, oh, man. Yeah. And her stunt double, um, Eileen Dietz. Yeah, she. I think she wanted a little bit more to do with the film. Well, there, that's a whole other story, man. And I got a whole book on her. Yeah. Actually, I I had heard that. So if you if you can dig up something on that, I can. Um, I've read a whole book about it. And see, that's why you're the master of horror. It's because it, it's my favorite film. Yeah. And so I studied a lot of it. There's a book about her life in acting, her career, and uh, she kind of let she kind of spilled the beans on the film before she was supposed to. Yeah. I mean, not so much in her I did opinion, hear that. but like um, William Freak had find found out that she was running her mouth about it, and he just he blacklisted her from Hollywood. And she was the woman who did the voice. She no, no, no. Oh, right. That was Mercedes McCambridge. Uh, Eileen Dietz yeah. was Linda Blair's body stunt double, and they used her quite a bit in in the film, especially in the the puking scene. They're, they like they first they show Linda spitting it out, but then when they go back, 
that's Eileen Dietz, and then when they go back again, it's Linda Blair. <laughs> yeah, a lot of pe- a lot of people, a lot of horror fans didn't know that that was the, a woman. Uh, the masturbating was... crucifix scene, the legs, mm-hmm. Eileen Dietz, right. when she's sitting on the bed and you see the image of the Pazuzu statue and she's kind of like reaching for it. That's Eileen Dietz. So couple couple key scenes. It's it's her. It's not Linda Blair. What do you, what do you think of that, Mike? What do you think of that? Having the woman uh, do the voice of uh, oh, the Mercedes the McCambridge. I mean, yeah. I heard what they did. Like Friedkin made her uh, just get her. He got her really drunk. And made her sing, uh, made her smoke a ton of cigarettes, so her voice was raspy, and just gave her the lines and recorded the lines. I think she lines. just did that, didn't she? Though I don't know if it was. On I his don't know. Direction. Like I heard, like he yeah. had a big influence like, on, like he forced her to gargling drink and, eggs and, and stuff. And, uh. <laughs> because I I, because I, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't. I don't be, like, yeah. As we were as we were as we were talking in a meeting before this at lunch, and we had to, and I told you about the the new um, the new movie that came out with. Uh, Oh, what's the one you just watched last night? Uh, Conjuring. Oh, Conjuring 3. The Conjuring. The, the, the end of, I don't want to spoil too much, but the end of where the original uh, soundtrack was on the tape recorder, that just disturbed the shit out of me. And oh, just yeah. like in The Exorcist, when he had the uh, uh, English uh, expert, and he goes, what kind of language is that? He goes, that's, that's English, but it's, in backward, but it's backwards. Mm. When they played that right. tape, God damn, that scared the shit out of me. It, it, even now it scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But but uh, I was telling my wife that uh, she had just happened to walk in when, when Father was listening to that, and when he got scared, you know why he really got scared, right, Sam? <laughs> they, they, they had a shotgun, a real shotgun, and he didn't know that, and they fired it. Because oh, they yeah. wanted him to look as scared as hell. Yeah, Freakin was always shooting and, off guns. Oh, exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> well, they and they uh, shot he, a shotgun and he, he would do scenes like that. Like he would shoot a gun in the air to kind of get him freaked out and then say action. Right. But one of the craziest things that I that I remember hearing is uh, the one priest that played Father. I think his name was Dower. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's giving uh, Father Damien Karras the last rites at the end of the film after he falls down the stairs. And he's blessing him with his hand. You could see his hand trembling. Yeah, it's trembling because prior to the start of that scene, uh, freaking called the priest over. Open hand slaps him across the face and says, "Action!" Pushes him in, and then the guy's nerves is just shot. That's why his hand's trembling like that. Really? So, yeah, pretty crazy stuff that freaking. Because I know, I know, it was really cold. It was really cold during Probably. the film of that, and and you know, because of the weather with the mist and all that. But I didn't know that. Hey, you know what we forgot to do? Just so we can kind of give our listeners perspective, uh, we, we should probably say, you know, the time and date, uh, just so we can think back, like, what we were doing. Yeah. It's June 5th, 2021, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode two. That's all. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Because I don't want to give too much of the conjuring uh, away. You but. know what I was thinking when you said conjuring, though, and since we're talking about killer children or whatever, uh, the kid that was in The Conjuring with the glasses, um, I forget his name in real life. It's Julian something or whatever, but he was also in um, like The Haunting of Hill House. Have you seen that? Yes. That was great. Yes. I thought. Really great horror. But but again, you know, that, that thing with the children, I mean, look at uh, uh, Stan Winston uh, actually uh, um, had a lot to do with not only the makeup, but uh, he had a lot of input on uh, Pumpkinhead. I was just about to say, and, yeah, <laughs> and the little boy. And, see, that, I love you, Mike. That's a master of horror. Believe it. That's the one and only film he's ever directed. Right, but right, he's right. had a huge career of makeup, right, and special effects. But but if you noticed uh, the innocence of the child, uh, Billy, mm-hmm. Billy uh, was awesome because he was he was so harmless, and uh, and uh, what what a parent would do for their child is just unbelievable. But. But uh, oh, Lance uh, Hendrickson, uh, Lance Hendrickson is yeah. my guy. But a lot of people didn't notice in that film that Billy 
and Lance Hendrickson and Pumpkinhead. The way when Billy first got hit, did you see the way he was laid? He laid there. Uh, the, like the motorcycle ran him over. Right? right, the motorcycle. Well, they made sure Billy laid there, and then Lance Hendrick, when he died, he laid the exact same way. Oh. His arms were positioned like. And then when Pumpkinhead died after Lance Hendrickson shot himself in the head, mm-hmm. Pumpkinhead laid the same way. A lot of people didn't notice that. Just like little trivia. Little <laughs> that that one was cool for the time. Love that out. movie. Love that movie, Pumpkinhead. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, what'd you think of it, Sammy? Great. Loved it. Yeah, but why did they have to have his little pee-pee showing? You know, I mean, it, it, you know, I, I don't know if anybody, I mean, I, I'm not a Pumpkin pervert or anything like that, grower, but why did shower. they have that little pee-pee showing? I, you know, what was Stan thinking about that? What did you want him to do, like Dr. Know. Manhattan and Watchmen and have a yeah. big old dick dangling right there? He might, he Sounds like I need has, big hard big hard does dicks. not have big feet. Yeah. <laughs> did, so the, 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 the guy that played Pumpkinhead, uh, I can't think of his name. Um, he was a strange-looking guy. Oh, I don't even know. He was a very because I I you could see lo- like Doug Jones doing that. Yeah, I had looked him up and um, I wasn't gonna say it wasn't the same dude that that also was in the alien costume, was it? Oh, very uh, well. You know what I, I you know no. what I think you're right. It's I think it's the same guy. Right? Yeah, it was an African guy, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Because who was the predator? Uh, Paul, uh, he didn't he have uh, Kevin Peter Kevin Hall? Peter Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was fantastic. He was also Harry and Harry, Harry and Henderson. <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh, and then uh, one of my favorite B movies, which is another thing we should do on a pod- our podcast, is B movies. Rawhead Rex. Yeah. Rawhead yeah, Rex. Yeah. Uh, I looked up that guy. Uh, was that a German film? British. Clint British. 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 British film. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he. I, I. I looked him up on an interview, and he was so excited about getting that role. He really was, nice. you know, and I, I could just, I, I wish I could do that. Very, I'd love to play roles. Very like underrated. That. Not, not people don't really know that one of, of Clive Barker. Yeah. yeah. Great movie, but I think it threw me because nothing on his face ever moves, right? No. Well, his tell. eyes did. His eyes did. You it was tell. so. But the mouth is just always there. Oh even when God. he's like, oh. even when he roars, it's just the same. Mouth. Well, <laughs> just, just for our fans' sake, which I hope we have many. I did mention to Sam and Mike that the head of Rawhead Rex looks like you got something from Walgreens. I mean, that was such a horrible man. Well, you can but tell I, when, he, when he's running and sprinting, right. it's like wobbling a little but bit. But I can't help it. I can't help it. I love that. I love B-movie. Yeah. Sam and I talk about it all the time. I love B-movies. I love love some horrible movies sometimes. I've watched some really bad horror movies, oh, really bad. Uh, but that one was just a classic. Mm-hmm. You know, the Puppet Master movies, those are classic <laughs> B movies. That, we were going to talk about that. Oh, uh, my God. How bad uh, Full Moon has become. Oh, my God. Like, when they, when they, a lot of that stuff came out, uh, what's his name? Charles Band. He had a couple different movie companies. One was called Empire. And they, usually those were like monster related. And they, they were, some of them were pretty cool. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember Robot Jocks. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was Empire. But then when he started doing Full Moon with like the Puppet Master and the <laughs> demonic toys, critters, and fucking no, did he do critters? <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm just okay. bringing up the movie Critters. I love Critters, just, man. Some of that stuff is just so bad. You just shake your head like, yeah. who would watch yeah. this? Well, Sal would. <laughs> I yeah, I you know what? And I can't help it, man. I can't help it. And and then and then you know, it just it it. Uh, I have to be amused. Evil Bong. Yeah, I ha- I have to I have to I have to be amused. And those movies. I, I will I will just continue watching like, like the Black Scorpion. How many times have we talked about the Black Scorpion, Mike? Oh, and you said there man. was two women that played that, and the one was actually Joan, in Joan Severance. Joan Severance, where she was in uh, the Hulk Hogan. Uh, no holds barred. Hold, no holds barred. She looked magnificent, and 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 yet, do I watch it because of her? Yeah, but my youngest son and I, I, I used to. Oh, he was such a great 
uh, partner of, of horror with me, he used to sit there and go, Dad, why are we watching this? But he would laugh his ass off with the horrible lines. Mm-hmm. Whoever, I don't know who they hired to write the scripts. So it was a TV series, It was right? a TV series. What channel was that on? Was that, that on was, Sci-Fi? That was on, it, it's on Sci-Fi now. Well, it was on Sci-Fi. Uh, but the channel we were watching, I want to say it was nine. It was on WB. It, w- it, wasn't, it wasn't WB or is it WB now? Uh, the CW. Or, C- yeah, C- yeah. CW. It wasn't that. It wasn't called that yet. It was just, you know, Channel 9. Huh. And the some of the one-liners in there were so bad, you had to watch more. <laughs> you, it, it just, oh, my God. Oh, man. That's why they call it the idiot box. Right, right, So, right. so what other <laughs> creepy children can we talk about? In oh, the God. Uh, I got to think of some. I'd, I'd have to say, um, look at Poltergeist, what they put those kids through. Sure. I, I, I remember uh, my wife's cousin, Kimmy. She was... Heather O'Rourke. She was... I don't remember how old she was. I, I, I know she was very young, and she had the exact same doll that wrapped around that little boy's neck. I want to say I did, too. So I watched that movie with them, because we used to babysit them, mm-hmm. Uh, and I went upstairs and I put that exact duplicate of that doll in her bed. And I don't know if you knew about this, Sam. She's probably going to kill me if she hears this podcast. She didn't sleep in her bed for like two to three years after I did that. She went up there, screamed bloody murder. We're all downstairs laughing our asses off. Who put this puppet in my bed? Ah! Her mother wanted to kill me. That scared and, the shit out of me. And, and, and let me tell you something. That, again, you know, when, when, when kids are involved, you know, in films like that, you know, there's got to be somebody telling them, you know, hey, this is just acting, yeah. you know. But like, like, like one of the like, like one of the most, and it and it wasn't considered uh, a horror movie was um, this movie. Oh, God, I, here I go, uh, brain farts again. It was about this girl who babysat these kids, and what she wanted to do was have them for herself. Um, oh, I can't think of the name of that movie. I, I know I'll think about it. Um, it was a it was a girl's name. It was about it was well, anyway. It was about this girl, and she she taunted the children that she was taking care of, and they were like, um, I think one was like nine, and the daughter was like maybe five or six, and she actually pulled a gun on one of them, uh, made another one put her hand in. Uh, uh, the little boy had a a, a snake, uh, a snake for a pet. Wasn't it a snake or or or, or a spider or something like that, and. They put her hamster in it. She put her hamster in the in the cage and watched it eat it. Man, I can't remember the name of that Sounds film. Sounds like an evil woman. But I don't know. but I, but it was it was brutal, man. It was just you know making these kids do these films is unreal, man. <laughs> I don't think anyone's making them. <laughs> you know, well, you know what I mean. Not making them. <laughs> but like, uh, I, I wish I could remember the name of that film. Be scared. You won't get your allowance. Right. One of the uh, coolest things I heard about like child you know actors being in horror films. There was an interview with uh, Tim Curry, who played Pennywise in the, the 1990s It, uh, Stephen King's It. And he's, he recalls, uh, it was this interview with him, and he, he was recalling a scene like uh, where he had to kind of like be mean and scream at this kid. And the kid uh, kind of told him like off, off screen, off camera, like, Tim, you're scaring me. And he's like, well, yeah, I'm supposed to. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> what do you think? Like, that's scared. my job. Yeah. Um, I'll stop crying. Right. <laughs> okay, I got it. It's Emily. Okay, yeah, I saw that once. Was it Emily? It's kind of new. It's a newer one, right? Yeah, it was kind of a newer one. Because mm-hmm. she played, the same woman uh, plays in um, 
the uh, Mayans. She plays the wife of the cartel. Oh. And, yeah, it was called Emily. Is her name Sarah Bolger? I Sarah think? Bolger, yeah. And she was – what happened was she uh, she was uh, – uh, the, uh, the police were looking for her. Um, she had tried to take children to be her own because she lost hers. Mm-hmm. And they never said how. They just they, – the baby just stopped breathing. So she, she and this other guy who they never – he was just hanging around or some older guy. And um, – they they found out that these couple needed a babysitter, and and uh, what they did was they followed the babysitter, took her, but the parents didn't know or see the babysitter before. So Emily uh, jumped in the or kidnapped the, the original babysitter and played her and went in the house and just did these horrible things to the kids. Oh Not, nothing like, violent, but she like but, gives but the just, kids a gun and like yeah. puts it to her head and says like, "Go yeah, ahead, she, shoot she, me." Yeah, because she had Tell a gun. Do you remember seeing it. that now? Do you remember seeing Emily? Yeah, yeah. it was it was a it was a really good movie. It wasn't it wasn't horror, but again, we're just talking about you know what what movies do to some of the children where they make the children or I'm sorry, what they the actor yeah. ch- the children actors are doing. Sam, you mentioned earlier. Uh, horror movie of sorts that involved children that was kind of you know astonishing shocking the twilight zone movie from the 80s yeah you want to go into that pretty horrible accident that happened on set just um i remember they were running through what was it like a big uh thing of body of water it was almost like a river yeah so um, what you what sam's referring to is uh he, he, there was maybe four parts to that film each made by a different director uh, one of the one that he's referring to was directed by John Landis, and it was about a bigot, and he Vic Morrow, Vic Morrow, and he's in Nazi Germany, he's in Vietnam, and uh, during the Vietnam scene, he's uh, well, this is this is deleted from the film, but he was saving two like Vietnamese children, and a helicopter was landing as the village is being blown up, and they're supposed yeah. to like pick them up uh, in the chopper. Well, the chopper pilot was like, I can't get too close to the water and i guess uh, the stuntmen were telling landis like this can't happen and it happened and uh the helicopter uh, ended up uh, taking off the heads of uh, vic morrow and these two vietnamese girls yeah I, I thought it was i didn't know it was the girls too i thought it was just vic morrow no the three of them died wow pretty brutal and i think at the like the time that it happened they weren't the kids weren't even supposed to be on set it was like they've been working Probably for way not. too long it yeah. was eh, yeah. not a good thing Great. Right. but i know Real. like uh I'm sure John Landis had to go to court about it, but uh, I don't think oh, he yeah. did, I I think think he did any time. Yeah, <laughs> right. And if you probably asked him about it, he'd probably like laugh because I mean, you'd think John Landis, you think comedy. He's one of the greatest right. comedic filmmakers yeah. Yeah. of all time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that happened. Which, by the way, another one of my favorite movies of all time: uh, American Werewolf in London. Yes. Yeah, come on. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh. I seen that at the Ooh. theater. Great horror comedy. So another, yeah, it just blends horror and comedy perfectly. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. Uh, we were talking about this uh, uh, recently. Michael Jackson watched American Werewolf in London, loved it, and he, of course, he had his ideas for Thriller, uh, you know, to to make it into a video. So he hired John Landis, and he wanted the makeup guy, uh, Rick Rick Baker, Rick Baker, to to do it. And the his Werewolf and Thriller, if you watch it, it's it doesn't look anything like the one from the film, but uh, Thrillers. Werewolf almost looks like a cat. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know? But the transformation was awesome. Like Michael's eyes, so cool. Like it's I, what I, Michael Jackson would be if yeah. he turned into a werewolf. I, I was he wouldn't like, be a werewolf. He'd be a per. Right. I was like four years old, and I remember watching like a debuted on TV, like 
live tonight. It's uh, Michael Jackson's premiere video of Thriller. I remember watching it as a he, kid. You know, uh, Landis didn't want him doing it at first. He didn't want him uh, playing the werewolf. And Michael Jackson says, no, I, I, I want the makeup. I want to do it. And Landis is trying to talk him out of it. He goes, Michael, you know how many hours you're going to be in the, the chair? Contacts. Yeah, and the contact lenses. And Michael's like, I don't care, John. I want to do it. Because they were like really good buddies, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you notice, Sam? Uh, I'm, I'm sure he, the master of horror, Mike did. Did you notice Landis was one of the zombie guys? He was the guy that came out of the, the small mausoleum. <laughs> No. Did, you, did you know that, Mike? I did. Yeah, those John, zombies John look Landis, badass. John Landis is the guy that comes out of the taller mausoleum, and you can see his beard, obviously, <laughs> and he spits out blood. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome that he played one of the zombies. Thriller is yeah. so good, man. Yeah, man, it was. Whether you like the guy's music or not, or even like Michael, the video is fucking amazing. He's he was an amazing entertainer, man. Oh yeah. You know, my wife and a lot of people <laughs> don't want anything to do with him, but you know, you know, he kind of did that to himself. But entertainment wise, he was great. Oh yeah. So. so I think uh, you guys want to wrap this one up? Good. Yeah, Let's, why not? Okay, so th- you were listening to episode two of the last three rows of horror. And uh, stick around. There's more to come. We're going to tie in. We're going to dive into so many different top- topics of horror. So thanks for listening. In the future, you might be able to find us on uh, wherever you get your podcast. Maybe Spotify, Anchor. Maybe we'll do it on YouTube, Facebook, social media. You'll find us eventually. Thanks for listening. Bye.